Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And we are finally talking about the 2023 Xfinity U.S. Gymnastics Championships this week. Several days late, we apologize. But better late than ever, right? <laughs> we talk about Simone Biles, who of course won her eighth U.S. national title. Leanne Wan having the absolute meet of her life. Whose stock is up for world? Who's went down? And so much more. So we hope you enjoy. So we want to start this episode by saying thank you for your patience. We intended to have this out. Honestly, I think our original plan was to do it Sunday night, like after the competition had ended. And then that didn't happen. And then we're like, we'll do it Monday night. And then that didn't happen. And then we're like, we'll do it Wednesday. And then that didn't happen. <laughs> and here we are finally doing it. It's been a really busy week in our defense. Yeah. Like for both of us. Ashley just got back from championships she worked long hours and had like a really busy week and travel i started school this week i started my internship this week it was my last week of working my full-time job so wrapping all that up there was literally a tornado like (laughs) a mile or so from our parents house that happened during competition last week and then meanwhile i'm in california where it's sunny and i have like no idea what's going on until Brittany texts me and i'm like that's not what I expected. Shit hit the fan so quick. I've never experienced anything like that. Like, it was fine. And then suddenly, like, I was getting a bunch of text messages about, like, there's a tornado basically, like, right outside of my parents' house. So then I'm, like, worrying about that. And it was headed towards And you. then it was heading my way. So then I'm also freaking out. We all lost power. My parents didn't have power for, like, over almost a week. Mm-hmm. I almost said over a week. It was just under a week. Um, and so we've been, like, going over there a lot and, like, trying to help them with stuff. So, yeah, it's been... <laughs> It's, it's literally been, like, every single thing that could be chaotically happening all at once. But we're here. We're ready to talk about championships, and that's what we're going to be doing today. So we'll start with the junior women. In her final year as a junior, Hesley Rivera won the all-around title. She also won beam and bars. And I have to say, I'm really impressed with the fact that she not only won the all-around with having some mistakes but also to win bars when she literally had a fall on day two like she clinched the all-around title and the even more title with a fall iconic it has a lot to do with her high level of difficulty particularly on bars her d score on bars is a 5-8 which is actually higher than most of the senior division um you have obviously like shylee's jones and simone biles and a lot of the very top athletes that have a higher d score but for comparison hesley's d score on bars is higher than someone like Leanne Wong's, who we often think of as one of the really great bar workers for the United States right now. Yeah, Leanne won the national title last year on so bars. So Hesley, I think that bodes really well for her in her transition to the senior ranks because bars is an event where I think she can contribute to Team USA. And, you know, we don't often talk about a lot of these first-year seniors as being real big contenders for a spot on the Olympic team. But I do think that Hesley could find herself in the mix, especially if she were to improve her consistency on that event. Mm-hmm. I think one of the biggest factors for Hesley is going to be her health and if she stays healthy. At Classic, she was dealing with 
kind of like a sore back. Her back was bothering her a little bit. But then she also rolled her ankle on her beam dismount at Class X and then was out for like a week and a half, two weeks. So pretty much the entire time that she would have been preparing for championships, she really wasn't able to train to her full ability. Yeah, she said that she wasn't doing any of like the pounding events. So Floor, for example, which I think we really saw that here at championships. Mm -hmm. Floor was both days of competition, her absolute weakest event. She went out of bounds on her double layout day one, and then she completely botched her third pass, only did a layout. And then day two, same thing, out of bounds on the double layout, and then third pass, um, the front through to double talk, she fell on that. So she definitely appeared to be struggling on floor the most, and I think that was probably because of the fact that she couldn't train the way that she needed to because of the ankle injury that she sustained at Class X. But impressive, nonetheless, to do as well as she did with such little training. I think is a testament to not only her strength, but like we already said, the difficulty that she has as a junior. It allows for her to make some mistakes. And she has more difficulty, obviously. She wasn't able to do it because of the situation she was in, but that was something that she had mentioned to me afterwards when talking to her, just that she's excited to join the senior ranks and she has more difficulty that she wanted to put in here, but wasn't able to, but is looking forward to doing that when she becomes a senior next season. So... If there's any junior that's eligible for Paris that I think could be in the conversation, or at the very least, like, be in the mix to make to trials, I think Hesley Rivera is definitely in the mix. In second place, we had Kieran Finnell, who has been on an absolute roll this season, winning the American Classic, and then winning the Core Hydration Classic, and then finishing second all around here and towards the end there it looked like with Hesley making some of the mistakes that she was making I thought maybe Kieran was going to sneak in there I oh, totally. had all my graphics ready to go beforehand and anyone that could potentially win I was making graphics for <laughs> and then I was pretty confident like going into the last rotation that Hesley was going to win it so I was like we're good and then Kieran was like well Hesley was making mistakes and then Kieran was right there and I'm like I need to, like, start downloading photos. This is going to get interesting. Yeah, no, she... So she got second, like we said, all around. And I want to point out that between American Classic, the U.S. Classic, which is the Core Hydration Classic, and then here at Nationals, two days, she hit 16 for 16 routines. So she is a consistency queen. She's one of the only juniors that between all of those competitions honestly she may be the only junior obviously i it would take a lot of time to be able to fact check that but she is absolutely one of the most consistent juniors on the scene right now and i would say that she's one of the only if not the only juniors that was able to get through her entire elite competition season with no falls really like i really really am curious if anybody else was able to do that like i said (laughs) it would take a lot of time to like actually go maybe we'll have that that queued up for next episode (laughs) but i'm really interested to know so shout out to kieran for that because that's not an easy thing to do no absolutely that's awesome and then izzy stassi she got third all around she also won the vault title which she won at classics as well Mm -hmm. so she's on a roll with the vault titles well and it's exciting because this is her first gold medal at a u.s championships it's also her first all-around podium finish in her junior career and it's her final competition as a junior so she's one of those athletes that is going to be making that transition to the senior ranks next year as are a lot of these juniors actually i was kind of surprised like majority of the top juniors are actually going to be senior next year. Yeah, I didn't have the chance to go through and like look at some of the newer names, like some of the first year 
juniors, but as far as the ones that have been names that you hear a lot, they've been in the junior ranks for a couple of years now, like Alec Parker, Isisasi, Jayla, Simone Rose, uh, Huron, uh, Hesley. I mean, a lot of those names, they, they're going to be seniors next year. And actually, the entire junior national team is going to be senior next year, with the exception of Gabby Hardy. Yes. Which so, I guess we can name real quickly. We're kind of bouncing ahead, but then we'll, <laughs> we'll bounce back. But the junior national team is Hesley Rivera, Kieran Fennell, Izzy Stasi, Gabby Hardy, Simone Rose, and Risa Spanda. And yes, if my fact checking is correct, I believe that they are all Paris eligible, aside from Gabby Hardy, who I love, by the way, who's going to be my go to girl for LA 2028. My go-to girl for LA 2028, just because I think it's a little bit too, watch this like absolutely backfire on me, but (laughs) she's new on the scene, Risa Sponda. She was the junior that I was the most impressed with. And I think with a little bit more time, she's just going to get even better. So she won floor here. She had the highest D score on floor in the entire junior competition, a 5.7 D score, which is pretty great for a junior. Um, She has a double-double first pass and a double layout second pass and for a junior to be doing that that's like in this day and age I feel like unheard of a lot of these juniors aren't really pushing the difficulty in the way that I feel like they used to like you know 10 ish 12 years ago Mm -hmm. I'm thinking like Jordan Weber comes to mind like Jordan Weber was one of those juniors that was always doing like difficulty that matched the senior competitors Jordan Weber and Caitlin Ohashi they had to downgrade their routines at competitions because they weren't allowed to do that much difficulty in the junior division (laughs) right and so that's why I think Reese really caught my eye her floor difficulty she also had some difficulty on beam as well a standing full just not something in the junior division that you see very often and I'm looking at your notes here and it's so funny that you wrote this because without even reading what you wrote I had this (laughs) thought in my head she reminds me a lot of Jade Carey totally not like the greatest presentation on the floor but just very powerful tumbling with solid landings. And I can see her being kind of like in the Jade Carey role next squad if she continues doing Elite. Totally. Yeah, that's that was my impression. <laughs> so I'm glad you agree with that. I watched her floor as I was taking notes for this podcast. And I'm like, she's just like a mini Jade Carey. Yeah. Like the expression on floor, the artistry is not the greatest, but her tumbling is iconic. A1. And she was a first year junior Elite, which is also super impressive to come away with the floor title and, and Jade be doing Car- as well as she is. And- Jade Carey did that I mean we all know the story of Jade Carey and how she came out of nowhere and she won world medals her first year of elite she was just a senior she never did junior but I could see Reese kind of having a similar path so So keep her on your radar I'm all for it (laughs) we should probably mention Jayla Hain who was a fan favorite for the title here but Coming into the competition, so she didn't compete at Classics because she had rolled her ankle several weeks before Classics and just wasn't ready, but she was cleared to compete. I think she was cleared at like the end of July, but you could tell at this competition in podium training, not doing full difficulty, you know, kind of still easing back into it. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, day one on vault, she landed short on her Yurchenko double twist and she was crying almost instantly. She was grabbing her ankle, and I believe it's the same ankle that she had rolled weeks prior. So I saw her after the competition. She was wearing a boot, and she was on crutches, but good news is it sounds like it was just precautionary because her x-rays and her scans and all of that 
came back fine. So And sometimes we see that athletes wearing a boot and it's not you know, we look at that and we're like, Oh my god, like what happened? Did they like mm-hmm. break their foot or something like serious like that? But sometimes we do see athletes wearing a boot just as like a precautionary measure so they don't like roll their ankle or cause any more damage to right. it. Right, which I'd rather them be safe than sorry. But another thing to note as well is that after vault, she did eventually she stayed on the mat for a little bit and the doctors came over and looked at her and all that. But she was able to like stand up and walk off the floor and she had like the medical staff like helping her off the floor but it wasn't one of those situations where they had to like pick her up like where she like tore tore an achilles or something yeah like that's how you know for sure that it's a serious injury like if they're allowing her to walk off with their assistance that's kind of when you start thinking okay maybe it's just like a tweak or you know what i mean she just aggravated her ankle that was already bothering her yeah yeah. Um, so it was smart for them to pull her from day two obviously her health is more important than you know the possibility that she could win nationals i think she'll have other opportunities in the future because she's an incredible athlete and in my opinion you know she was the along with hesley i should say the favorite to win mm -hmm. i thought it was going to come down to those two so you know, she has a lot of promise for the future, and I think just got to get her healthy, obviously. Another but. one of those junior athletes like Hesley that if I could see, you know, a couple of juniors being in the mix truly for Paris 2024, I would say Jayla's in that mix. At least for trials. Like, I don't mm-hmm. quite know if I see her on the team at this point in time. No, but, but like, definitely in the mix to make it to trials. And I feel like you got to have some first-year seniors the year of the Olympics that are in the conversation. I feel like you have to. Right. And it's going to be Hesley and... I said Hesley weird? It's going to be <laughs> Hesley and Jayla, at least in my opinion. No, I agree with that. And watch me, like, a year from now, look back on this, and I'm like, they're not going to be, like, on the Olympic team and watch, like, <laughs> one of them make the Olympic team. <laughs> we should probably also mention Simone Rose, Jayla's teammate, actually was in the lead after day one, which I was super excited about. But, unfortunately, day two, she didn't have the best day. She had a fall on bars and also a fall on floor that completely knocked her off the podium. So I think her best finish was vault. Where she got third, I think it was vault. I should have wrote this down. I'm so sorry. She was on the. She got bronze on well, one event. <laughs> she did an upgrade. She did Yurchenko vault and a Yurchenko one and a half. So I think day one, if I'm remembering correctly, she did a one and a half first, and then she did the full as a second vault, and then she flipped it for day two because I think she was going. She started on vault, I believe. Honestly, I couldn't tell you. You want to know why? <laughs> because on this broadcast, they literally showed Simone on bars day one and, and Cal, her coach, was blocking the view of the camera. So awesome. we like kind of saw her routine and that was it. Like we didn't see any Jayla. We didn't see any Simone, at least from my memory. Like it was That's very awful. Like these are the top contenders. Why are you not showing them? I don't understand. Well, and the fact that Simone was leading after day one, like and they still they should be two. embarrassed. They, they did too. They still weren't showing her. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Who's Anyways, in charge of this? What I was saying was for vault. I think if I remember correctly, day two she flipped her vault. I took it to mean that she was playing it safe because she was in the lead. Like she didn't want to jeopardize her chances of winning by throwing the Yurchenko one and a half first since it's a new vault. So she did the Yurchenko full first, had a clean vault, and then she went and did the one and a half again for her second vault. Yeah. And it, by the way, it was 
vault that she got bronze on because i remember watching the medal ceremony and mm-hmm. i remember it this is like random thought but like i remember it being the first group of athletes that walked out which usually they start with vault mm-hmm. so and then beyond <laughs> that she wasn't on the podium for anything which is really disappointing considering that she was like i said first all around after day one she was in a really good position and then just didn't have her best day on day two but this is her first championships as a junior where she's doing all four events last year she just did bars and beam so I think she still just needs more experience and, you know, getting used to competing at this level, which will come with time. But want to shout out her floor routine again. I think we talked about this after Classics, but just a beautiful floor routine. Great expression for a junior gymnast. If you have not watched it, you need to go watch it because it's truly entertaining how she is able to like pull you into her routine, especially the ending pose. Oh yeah. And the USA gymnastics video of it on their YouTube channel is perfect because the one from classics, it was like the camera was to her back. So you couldn't really see the intensity of her expression, but here at championships, the camera was in the right spot. She's looking like dead into the camera. She like points to her. She has like the two fingers like pointing at her eyes. And then she like points at the judges and then she like, pulls in and like i don't even know and then the music like (laughs) and then she like looks down we're horrible at explaining things (laughs) but just go watch it because it's so good it's so good and i love it i think that not many juniors out there are capable of performing like that allocate parker is somebody who's also really great at performing yes always appreciate that aspect um but it's rare to see when you're when you're watching a junior competition it kind of gets a little bit um i don't know what word i want to use monotonous maybe where everyone's doing a lot of the same skills a lot of the choreography doesn't really stand out that much but i always find that ella kate parker and here at this competition and and classics as well simone rose with this new floor routine really draws you in and i absolutely love it it's satisfied my artistic needs (laughs) also i think speaking of ella kate parker want to talk about her i don't i'm sad (laughs) didn't have the best competition here which is really unfortunate because how she looked at classics was so promising i mean she had a little mistake on floor at classics but Mm -hmm. i think up until that point she was in contention for you know a top five finish maybe even could possibly sneak onto the podium but here at championships it was kind of A lot of the same issues that I feel like she's been struggling with, with consistency and, you know, maybe getting in her head a little bit. It just looked not not the worst that we've seen from her, but also she's capable of doing much, much better. Um, Unfortunately, didn't make the junior national team. At one point in time, she was the junior that was in contention for the title. And it makes me so sad. It makes me sad, but I'm glad that she was able to have a good classics at least. And this was her final competition as a junior. So, you know, take some time to rest and get ready for the senior ranks. If that's the path that she's going to choose to go down, I think that she still has a lot of potential, but definitely going to need to work on the consistency um even before she could think about adding in any difficulty like she's struggling to hit a lot of the routines that she's doing at the junior level so something that they're really going to want to key in on as she gets ready to gear up for the senior ranks but we love allocate parker we're big fans of her and just hoping the best for her going forward all right senior women so no surprise at all simone biles won the all-around title making this her eighth u.s national title in her career in the last 10 years which is crazy her first championships was 10 years ago which it's so crazy to look i think it was nbc that posted the photos of all her national titles and you can just see how different she looks i'm pretty sure she had braces at one point and it just really illustrates like how long she's been around like i think we forget that not even just how long she's been around but how long she 
she's been dominating. We're talking like literal child mm-hmm. coming onto the scene, winning the national championships to now being a full-blown adult woman who all this has been history. through all this in history has been through so much and is still out here pushing the boundaries on what all of us think is possible mm-hmm. us included as gymnastics fans you know she just continues to amaze me and do things that i didn't think were possible or you know, for example, her Yurchenko double pike on vault, you know, we know that she's capable of doing that, but the way that she's doing that vault, the height that she gets, the block on the table, the form in the air, the landing and how it, she's able to control the landing. These are things that a couple weeks ago, I like, I think I said this during the classics episode. I didn't think it was possible for her to be doing that vault that well. You know, sure, she's doing it, but I thought we were going to be seeing, like, extreme lack of control or over-rotating. Well, every time we'd seen her do it, she was over-rotating it. Or she had, like, too much power. to see that really every time that she's competed it since then... Really well controlled. It gets better and better every time she does it. So that's kind of what I'm talking about when I say, even as a gymnastics fan, you know, we know what Simone is capable of, but still in some way... She's still impressing all of us. You know what I mean? Like, she's doing things that we didn't even think she'd be able to do as well as she's doing in a lot of ways. She is man or woman, the only gymnast to win eight national titles and continuing to do it by huge margin. She beat Shailise Jones by nearly four points. She's had bigger margins before, but... I mean, still, just doing Simone things, winning by that big of a margin. Well, and it is important to note that you're, that your Chanko Double Pike is being awarded a 6-4 when we expect it to be a 6-2 when she competes internationally. So she is kind of getting perhaps like a, a, a bonus, if you will, in how that vault is being evaluated. I think it'll actually end up being two tenths lower mm-hmm. by the time that she gets to world. So that is allowing for a slight increase in score. But day two, she got a 9.8 execution score. Which is like, again, <laughs> mind blowing to me. And because of the difficulty, she put up a fifteen point seven, which is like unheard of. You, you rarely see scores honestly exceeding the fourteen range. Like it doesn't happen very often. So for her to be like on the high end of the fifteen range, and also if you were to take away the five tenths, or I mean to give back the five tenths that she's getting from Laurent standing on the podium. She's getting a deduction every single time. If you give that five tens back to her, she literally would have scored a 16-2 at championships on that vault they won. Out of a 16-4. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, just stuff that just does not happen. Like, you would never, ever even believe that that would be possible. But Simone is just proving that everything is possible. That vault is without a doubt okay this is going to be controversial i think to say i'll say this i'll I'll be careful i think that that vault is without a doubt one of the best most well executed pieces of gymnastics that we have ever seen and that we will probably ever see i'm not saying it is the best if you're listening carefully for people who want to try and argue with me (laughs) because i know it'll happen i'm saying that it's one of the best if not the best Mm -hmm. Um, it's so thrilling to watch and to, to be able to see it in person is even more impressive because you can see the height she gets on TV, but it's even better in person. And then you have the crowd going crazy. Like day one, they were on their feet cheering for a solid like 30 seconds after she finished vault. Like she was basically back to the beginning of the runway and the crowd was still cheering on that vault. Yeah, as they should, as they should. But it just adds to like the excitement of the fact that she's doing that vault. And then when she does it as well as she did in San Jose, it's just... 
chef's kiss. She's getting closer and closer to actually sticking it in competition. She didn't quite stick it here. Depending on the angle of the camera, there's a couple different angles. That it they was a college stick. Like, <laughs> with the angle where Laurent is standing in the way, it's looks like it's stuck because because Laurent's in the way well Laurent's in the way but also it's the foot that's moved slightly her right foot moved out to the side slightly but when you're looking at it with the left leg being the one that's closest to the camera her left leg is kind of disguising the step of the right foot Mm -hmm. if that makes sense but if you look at it from the other side the step is very very obvious so it was very close to a stick but not a stick honestly just we'll give it to her who cares at this point? <laughs> I mean, for the difficulty of that vol, I think to land it that well. I mean, that's... It's a college stick. Like I said, it's a college stick. <laughs> so we didn't see the Yurchenko double pike on day two. She opted for just the chun. I love how you say just. Just it's the like, chun. <laughs> that's it. Like, she just did that, unfortunately. I guess we'll settle. <laughs> when in reality, like, that's the second hardest vol that's currently being done in the world. Right. So, like, it's not just the chung. But she stunned her ankle on that vault day one and just to play it safe went for the chan and i think that's a smart decision Mm -hmm. no need to put any kind of risks into the picture no need no need to jeopardize her health and her body we got a year till the olympics so right not worth it at this stage no in the game and her chan was very very good as to be expected so also really impressive was simone's floor routine day two Probably the best floor routine that we've seen her do. One of the best, I'll say. And <laughs> we're like so afraid to have an opinion. <laughs> I know, right? Make it a little more obvious. <laughs> but well, because it's hard to remember too. Like I don't remember every single floor routine she's ever no, done. No, and you she's had a lot of great know. floor you'll, routines. You'll call something the best, and somebody will be sending you like a DM or an email, being like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, like this is just my feeling about this. We can all disagree. So. Despite the fact that the code of points has changed, this is the highest floor score Simone has got. I forgot since what competition, but since 2018. And I think it was at Worlds. Probably. But that's impressive because obviously the code changes, score is lower. It's harder to score what you did many, many years ago. Right. Like, for example, back in like the 2008 quad, the scores that Nastia would get on bars, wasn't it like pushing 17 or something? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly. And like, that's just not. And you don't see that at all. So for Simone no. to be scoring like high 15s, like we said on ball, that 15-7, um, her scores are still like competitive with like past quads. Well, and competitive with herself in past quads. Like, she's scoring things that she hasn't scored in the last six years, you know? Yeah. So, that's impressive. And also, the longest time she has not stayed in bounds. And also, we know in the past she's had problems, like, controlling her power a little bit. And often goes out of bounds. It's, like, every routine she does, she usually has one pass that she goes out of bounds. And she did not do that day, too. She stuck all her passes or have like really small hops and she stayed in bounds. So yeah. Amazing control. I think for that reason, it's probably why I would say one of the best routines that she's ever done. And she is absolutely capable of doing more difficulty. Like this is not the most difficult routine that we've seen from Simone mm-hmm. Biles, but it is the most well executed and skills done with the most control, which I would rather at this stage in the game, like she's proven that she can do a triple twisting double back and you know, all these other skills 
feels that she's capable of doing, we know that she's capable of it. I feel like now at this stage, I would so much rather her go out there and do a routine that's going to be clean and consistent and that she can feel confident doing. You know, I don't know mentally where she's at, if she still struggles with a lot of the twisting elements. I mean, she's obviously doing a lot of twisting, but like with the triple twist and double back, for example, like she doesn't really need to be doing that. Like mm. that is a risk Clearly. that she does not need. She still has the most difficult floor routine in the world. And as we saw here on day two, she is capable of showing more control on her landings, which is not something that we've always seen from her. So I prefer this personally, you know, the, the difficulty is exciting, but it's even more exciting to see someone nail a routine with complete and utter confidence and, that's my hope for Simone going forward is that her confidence just continues to build and we can really see her kind of let go on the floor and perform a little bit more. Day one, I feel like she was smiling a little bit more on floor than she normally does. Normally, she's like completely in the zone. So. Honestly, both days she was. She just seems to be enjoying herself so much more. Yes, which makes me so, so happy for her. By the way, I don't think we mentioned the score that Simone got on floor. So she got a 15-4 casual and i have the like score results profile that lauren hopkins keeps on her site thegymter.net which is very very helpful but looking at that so simone actually i forgot about this on i think it was day one of olympic trials she scored a 15.366 so olympic trials in 2021 but aside from that she hadn't scored a 15 on floor since worlds in 2019 Okay. And it was like lower 15s. Like she had a 15 on floor at Classics that year. She had a 15.1 at Championships on floor one of the days. And then she got a 15.333 in the team final at Worlds in 2019. So I think I said 2018. It's actually 2019. But gotcha. the point is, is that last, the last couple of years, she's been kind of like in the 14 range on floor. And then she just blows it out of the water with a 15.4 this year in this current code of points. Which is impressive because yes. like we mentioned, and the code of points is always changing and it's always getting more difficult to score higher such big scores yes so again simone doing simone things and as jordan child says we want to give her her flowers when they're deserved so these are her flowers right here i love that i love that jordan said that that was she really gave sweet. a great interview after the competition jordan we're talking yes jordan <laughs> like she came back to like the press area and she had some really like thoughtful responses to the media's questions and that was something that as she was saying it, i was not in my head i'm like that's a really great quote jordan <laughs> she's always up on the podium like hyping the crowd up even like before she goes like day two before she went on floor simone had just got done with her routine the crowd was cheering but jordan immediately goes up there and starts like you know raising her hands trying to get the crowd to like get up and get loud instead of just focusing on like her routine and what she yeah. needs to do in that moment she's thinking about like making sure that simone gets the appreciation that she deserves and, and i just thought that was so sweet of her yeah well and she said afterwards that like simone is obviously amazing and it's amazing getting to compete with someone like her she's a legend and she wanted to give her the recognition that she deserves she wanted to give her her flowers to be exact is what she said so mm -hmm. I think that's super, super sweet. And what a great teammate. Okay, so we mentioned Shailise Jones already was second. She looked absolutely amazing here, especially given that she said that she was kind of operating at like 75 to 80%. Which I find hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, that was 75 to 80% for you? That's, ter right. that's terrifying but for everybody else. What does 100% else? look like? <laughs> she looked so good. So I talked to her with the other members of the media after podium training, and 
she said that her foot had been bothering her a little bit since Worlds and that she was also like dealing with a torn labrum and she hasn't had surgery or anything. She doesn't intend to, which is normal. I, a lot of gymnasts actually compete with torn labrums. Like I'm pretty sure Josie Anjani during the whole college season last year had a torn labrum and, and she, she was, was competing doing bars. bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, I personally can't fathom doing that, but I, athletes are tough. You know, they they push through a lot of injuries something like a torn labrum is something that you can operate with even though it may cause pain like Mm -hmm. Ashley said I think it is more common than we may realize I hope that you know that she and her team are looking at their options whoops I just hit the mic sorry looking at their options and you know figuring out what's the best plan for her with this path that she's on and I trust that they're going to do that hopefully (laughs) yeah I think a surgery at this point in time when it's this close to the Olympics would be Mm -hmm. a big risk but hopefully doing some like physical therapy and not doing as many numbers in the gym like being mindful of the fact that she has an injury like I hope that they're just not going the phrase I want to say is not appropriate so I'm trying to think of a different phrase (laughs) Like going all out every yeah, day. Yeah. I know exactly what phrase you were going to use. <laughs> um, My brain just went there. But I think that they are because she would have been competing at classics if they weren't. Like That's the fact true. that she sat out classics to me shows that they're prioritizing the meets that are the most important, which really is just championships and worlds. Right. So like save your body for those two meets. Well, I mean, worlds and champ- it is more than two meets, but you know what I mean? Like those oh. two competitions. And she's also not going for her full difficulty. Like we know she's doing the Stalder Navieva type of hard wash, which she hasn't done yet. Did anyone ask her if she plans on doing it? Oh, that's right. She was being vague about it. She was like... Kind of. So she did a press conference before, like, she went... Like, they broke up after the press conference, and the media got to chat with the athletes individually. But during the press conference, I believe it was, she was kind of like... She basically said she had upgrades that she wasn't going to be doing here. So I was planning saving, on asking her, but... Saving for worlds, maybe? Maybe. I think it depends on how her body feels. But we've seen her training it recently and it looked phenomenal in the videos. So I'm hopeful that like, you know, she's getting the labrum healed and that we'll see some of those upgrades. If not this year, that's fine. We'll probably get to see it next year, which I'm just as okay with. Truthfully, similar to what we said with Simone, Shailise at this point in time doesn't really need like maxed out difficulty yet. I think for the Olympics, she's definitely going to want that. But like she is without a doubt, unarguably, I hit the mic. I apologize. (laughs) We're just like we're being expressive with our hands and we're like slapping our little like pop filter thing. Um, Without a doubt, the second best all arounder in the country behind Simone and actually got her highest all around score of her career on day two. She did. Yes. And I think that she will, as we will hopefully see at worlds show that she's one of the best all around in the world. Last year she got silver. And I definitely think that she's in contention for a spot on the podium again this year, Mm -hmm. especially with the Russians being out. Shailise is absolutely in the mix and that's without doing like all of these upgrades that she's training. You know what I'm saying? So like, there is no kind of like we were saying with Simone, no need for her to really push it right now Mm -hmm. at least well in addition to being the second best all-arounder i think she's one of the best in the united states on bars for sure and i love the confidence she said that her goal is to win worlds she wants to win the bar title i love that she said that because so (laughs) many athletes are kind of like secretive about their goals and kind of like just vague in their responses like i just want to hit eight for eight you know i'm just focusing on this meet which is totally fine that's not shade like that's totally a fine valid response but i love when someone comes out and he's like yeah i want to win this and it's like go right. off yeah like have some confidence in yourself and be able to say that to the media that like this is your goal and this is what you're aiming for you know what i mean yeah well her performance in san jose 
matched the energy and her confidence level by saying she wanted to win bars because she won bars in San Jose. She posted huge scores. She got a 14, nine day one and a 15 on day two, which Amazing. depending on the day and like who you're looking at, she was five to six tenths higher than everyone else score wise on that event. Period. So <laughs> like, and I, I love that for her. And obviously Suni didn't do bars here. I think she's someone who's going to be like challenging Shaylise for the title of best bar worker in the United States, but, and Zoe Miller as well. I think not like 100% at her best here in San Jose, but for the time being, Shaylee Jones has the bar title and significantly higher scores than everyone else to the point where like you could take, you could argue taking Shaylee Jones for bars alone. Oh yeah. I think that she's in contention for, like I said, all around podium, but definitely bar podium as well mm-hmm. she would be an extremely valuable member of team usa for that bar score alone and her consistency has improved so much that's something that we've talked about in the past with her but aside from day one where she got a 13 4 5 on beam she was the only athlete aside from simone of course <laughs> to score 14 plus on every single event on both days of competition Which so amazing. not only a testament to her abilities and her all-around potential but to her consistency, like that is a really, really solid performance. So lots to be proud of for Shailise. I also have to shout out the triple L on floor that she did day two. I missed it watching in the arena. I think a lot of us missed it live, <laughs> but then like there was video clips of it going around and we were like, oh, she did that. And it was amazing. Stunning, fully rotated all the way around, controlled, not falling out of it. You rarely rarely see a turn mm-hmm. being completed that effortlessly like it looked she easy made for it, her. yeah she made it look like she gets up out of bed in the morning and does that every single morning yeah and she didn't part do of her it routine. she didn't do it day one but it kind of just came out of nowhere day mm-hmm. two honestly i don't know if it was a mistake like i don't know if she dislike i mean i i kind of doubt it doubt the fact that it was a mistake but like she we have never seen it right <laughs> like, she didn't do it day one well, and she also during podium training she did an arabian to split jump or like to sasone that was beautiful on beam yeah she also has her two feet layout back on beam mm-hmm. she was like drilling them in podium training i was willing ashley like mentally using like twin telepathy to like go over to beam and get video of Shailise. <laughs> and I didn't. unfortunately she did not, but she was killing it over there. And I'm like, yeah, oh God, please get like high quality video of this because I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> better luck next time at worlds. There's too much happening. There's too much going on. I can't be everywhere at once. Okay? No, it's okay. You'll get it at worlds. I, she's going to nail it in podium training at worlds. You'll yeah. get video. It'll be fine. <laughs> I was really focused on, of course, getting videos of Simone, but also Leanne Juan she was looking phenomenal. She's been looking great and I think is only continuing to get better and better, which is exactly what you want to see. I will be completely honest with you. I'll, I'll, I'll own this right now. I think I was sleeping on her a little bit coming into this. Obviously, I know that she's good, but like, I think I didn't expect her to be on the podium. I was expecting Simone, Shailise. Personally, I had Sky Blakely on my podium. I did too. And then I mean. possibly Jordan Childs or Leanne. Like Leanne was in the mix, of course. But I genuinely don't know if I saw her finishing third all mm-hmm. around. And I was so wrong. This is her highest all-around placement at a senior national championship. So she's been building up to this moment. And I want to specifically mention her floor from day two. Oh my gosh. I Literally the best. My jaw was on the floor. Mine too. I was like audibly like making noises. <laughs> I was too. And you're not supposed to do that when you're in like the press, like the media tribune area. Like you're supposed to be 
silent, like impartial, no emotion. Like that isn't that great. Like right, I'm like, not I, s- I see that every single day. What is what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but I literally was making noises. I don't even know what kind of noises I was making, <laughs> but I was just I can believe it. It was so I was good. going like wow, like what? <laughs> I, I was making noises and I don't even know what the noises sounded like. I had to ask my coworker, <laughs> but it was. Oh, it was so good. Double Double has never looked better. She drilled it. She drilled three of the four passes. But, like, the chest position on the Double Double. And she, like, drilled them. Like, we're not talking, like, you know, small hot back. Like, she quite literally stuck the three passes. Yeah. There was the, the third pass that she didn't stick. But mm-hmm. still very well done. <laughs> yeah. Double Double, by far the best it's ever looked. Double Layout also looked great. She said, so I talked to her after podium training and I asked her about that skill because it kind of came out of nowhere, I feel like. Like, it's one of those skills that, like, I didn't really expect that we'd see her do or, like, I didn't even know that she was training. Mm-hmm. And she said she trained it for a while but just never really believed that she could do it. So it never went into her routine. But now it looks great. She's gaining, like, a lot of confidence with the skill. And she's actually training Amours. So maybe something that we'll see from her in the future. I mean, there's a bunch of upgrades that she could put in her routine. She could also put in, like, the piked Arabian double front again that was a skill that she'd done in the past and then stopped doing i personally really like her routine the way it is right now like she's getting like you said so confident with the landings on it that i really just want to see her kind of like settle into that Mm -hmm. without adding upgrades in just yet i mean we'll see what she does for worlds but like i don't really think she necessarily needs it like i think she is reliable right now with the skills that she's doing well doing it the way she's doing it for sure yes so she got a 14 i I can't remember if we said the score no we didn't (laughs) she got a 14 which in my opinion okay it's a good score it's a very good score but it was a little bit low. I would have wanted it to be a little bit higher, maybe. The routine was just so good. Like, honestly, put it in the Louvre. Like, get that on video in a museum somewhere. <laughs> it's where it deserves to be. Okay. Yes, the best. I was so happy for her. And just seeing how happy she was with herself. Like, we've said this a million times already. Like, even just seeing her at, cha- or at not championships, at classics. She's radiating happiness. She's radiating confidence. She's a different athlete and since she- she's gotten to Florida. And now that she's staying with Florida and pursuing this elite route, like, you can really, really see the difference not only in her gymnastics, but in how she carries herself on the floor. Absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. Like, just... The way she's interacting with the camera, she's waving, she's talking to the camera. Which is something you never would have seen from her last squad. so visibly happy after her routines, after the competition, the look on her face, she was so, so happy that, like, you wanted to just jump over. Like, I wanted to jump over the media, like, tribune area down onto the floor and just give her a hug because I was so (laughs) happy for her. (laughs) I feel like this me made a lot of people... Longinators, mm-hmm, for myself sure. included. Like I, I've, I've loved Leanne. Like I think she's a beautiful gymnast. I've never been like the biggest. Like I wouldn't necessarily yeah. classify her as like one of my favorite gymnasts. But after this, I'm like, am I becoming a Leanne Wan fan? Right. <laughs> I'm with you. Like I've always appreciated her gymnastics, and it's not that I disliked her or anything, but like. I'm a Leanne Wan fan now. Like, I want, like, the t-shirts. I want, like, all the things. I'm the bows. Like, yeah, I'm, like, Leanne Wan's number one fan. Which, speaking of the bows, so I did a story with her about her boutique 
which you can see on InsideGym.com. If we remember, we'll put it, we'll link it in the show notes if you guys want to read it. But it's just about her being like a boss ass bitch and (laughs) owning her own business in addition to being a pre-med student at Florida and being a world-class athlete. Like she's doing all the things. Nobody is doing it like her. She has a t-shirt press in her college dorm, guys. And she told me that she made 40 shirts right before she left for San Jose. Like... You think that like she's like in the zone and she's focused and she's getting ready for this competition. Nope, she's still being a businesswoman right before she leaves for a major competition. Like she's in her, I almost said in her uh, hotel room, in her her <laughs> dorm, her apartment. She's in there grinding for her business before leaving to go grind. She's at the US a true businesswoman for real. So big Leanne Wan fans here, not only for like the gymnastics she's putting out on the floor, but just for like everything that she's able to balance. It's really. I have a lot of respect. Yeah, it's really admirable to see everything that she's doing and how well she's doing Let me tell you, I would not be able to do that. I struggle to do the things that I have to do, and I'm not a top athlete. You know what I mean? Like, she is iconic in every sense of the word. So, Sky Blakely was in third after day one, ended up finishing the competition in fourth, but had a, a really good competition, honestly. I think she showed better consistency here, and that's always something that we're talking about with Sky. I think... Her showing consistency, but also showing it as an all-around athlete. And she did good here. I think that the two events that she's likely to be used for Worlds would be bars and beam, in my opinion. And and those two events, she was amazing Mm -hmm. both days. Like, some of the best bar and beam work in the entire competition came from Sky. So that was really important for her World Team case. But she didn't do bad in the all-around either. She had some struggles on floor. Yeah, she went like the Out of bounds both days, right? Um, one on the second no, day, she I, touched the floor. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And then day one, she was out of bounds on the first pass. But she was in the 12 range score wise on floor both days. But everything else looked really, really good. She finished second on vault bars and beam. So she's silver medal queen at this competition. And again, that bodes very, very well for her with her case for making the world's team. There's been a lot of discourse about that the past week. Like some people don't have Sky on their team. Personally, I do. I don't think she's a lock per se, but I think like I personally would be shocked if she wasn't on the world's team, especially after how she looked at classics, but then also both days of competition here. Absolutely. There's still areas for her to improve, but like I said, bars and beam are really the two events that she's going to be used in a team final situation at Worlds. And she does have two vaults, not saying that it would necessarily make the event finals at Worlds, but like if you need a clean, solid vault to go up in team finals at Worlds, like she is an option. Like you want people that can do multiple events. And I would absolutely trust her going up and doing a nice, clean Yurchenko double in the team final if needed. She stuck it on day two, right? Day two? No, day one. Day one. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) A lot of gymnastics happened. Also, floor, like we said, Not her best event. It's never been her best event. But realistically, she's not going to be used in a team final on floor anyway. So I'm like less concerned about that. And I was more concerned with her ability to hit consistent routines across vault, but particularly bars and beam. And she absolutely did that here. Mm -hmm. The second place finish on each of those three events is evidence of that. And then fourth all around, absolutely in the mix. Pretty good. Yep. So really, really proud of Sky for that. Jordan Childs was fifth all around here. Not a disastrous competition by any means, but also not her best. She had an out-of-bounds on floor day one, and then she fell on bars and beam on day two. 
as well as some other like small little things but the fact that she was able to still get fifth considering all that and how strong the field was here mm-hmm. actually is really really impressive and she's only been training at wcc for five weeks i think it was before this competition so i i think she just needs more time laurent said that she agreed with that statement as well just needing a little bit more time to like get in the groove and i actually think despite how little she's been training elite at WCC that put her at a disadvantage compared to every other competitor in this competition maybe with the exception of Leanne who also and and Jade Carey as well well I guess also SUNY in that sense the, the people who did college gymnastics like they were I guess maybe slightly at a disadvantage because they went through this lawn season weren't training necessarily like elite routines super consistently during the season but for jordan to you know really only be at wcc for about five weeks prior to this and to look as good as she did i actually think was a positive thing for Mm -hmm. her i think endurance looks like an issue at this point in time but that's something that come worlds i'm honestly i'm not too worried about with jordan um she's capable of going up there in a pressure situation and hitting so in my mind as long as she can get that endurance up which is something that they're going to be working on in the coming weeks um she's still very much in contention for this world championship Mm -hmm. team she said that she believes in herself and she believes that she's going to be where she needs to be by world selection camp so i think we're good <laughs> i also love her floor team yes i'm so glad we were able to see it here we saw it at podium training at classics but you're doing it in competition with the energy of the crowd it's just it's a different experience i i really really enjoyed her routine choreography is done by bj das who did simone's as well yes and i think it's the best elite floor routine that she's ever done in my personal opinion. So curious what your guys' thoughts are, but I absolutely love it. I love it as well. So agreed. In sixth place, we had Caitlin John, who is proving that she's still in the mix. She had some struggles on beam both days of competition, but otherwise going like the mid 13 range on every event, which I think is something worth noting. So keep your eye on Caitlin John. Definitely still in the mix. Her name is always one on the broadcast when they like coming into every rotation, they mm-hmm. like show the results and her name is always like in there. I feel like in the top like five or six. Yeah. And we never hardly ever, I should say, see her on the broadcast. And when they are showing her, you know, you have like Tim Daggett disrespecting her (laughs) and she's so good. And I just don't think she gets the credit that she deserves. The fact that she got sixth here in this incredibly talented field, I think speaks volumes. And for her to make mistakes on beam, that's actually one of her, in my opinions, at least that's one of her better events. So if she had not had falls and mistakes on beam both days, she just would have probably placed even higher. I'd imagine. I mean, Mm -hmm. mid 13 range is pretty pretty good um and definitely keeps her in the mix so i think people are sleeping on her a little bit but she's gonna surprise some people i don't think that she's in contention for the world's team this year but for pan ams absolutely Mm -hmm. and then who knows who knows next year i mean a lot can happen in a year And then Jocelyn Robertson finished seventh all around. Drastic improvement from this competition a year ago where she didn't even make the national team. Yes. I love the graphic that Ashley made. It was on Inside Gymnastics. I think Jocelyn collaborated with it. So it might be easier to go to her page and see it because Inside Gym posts so much. (laughs) But go to Jocelyn's page if you haven't seen the graphic. It kind of just like outlines what her timeline looked like in In the the past year. year. Sorry, my voice is like going out. We're doing this in the morning, guys. Yeah. It's like, well, it's 930 now, but we started doing this at like 
mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways um it kind of walks you through jocelyn's timeline and you can really see results wise how much she's improved in the past year that she's been at wcc also we should mention she won the vault title here ah! which is so <laughs> incredible because here's the thing it wasn't even by default no like normally there's like simone biles and jade carey and that's it or like or michaela maroney like like there's always been like one or two people who do two vaults and so like you're either getting a gold or a silver if you do two vaults well and she's meddled on vault before like winter cup and stuff but it's it's kind of like a by default type thing where there's either she's the only one doing vault or there's like one other person so like she's going to end up on the podium or but she's going to end up with most the most people that we have seen doing two vaults i think ever yeah, so including Jocelyn, there was six people because there's Sky Blakely, Jade Carey, Leanne Wan, Addison Feta, and then Amelia Disidor all doing two vaults. And she came out on top. And her vault, her Chong in particular, is so good. Something that I've noticed is in warm up, she kind of always does like a, a wonky one. Mm-hmm. I noticed it at podium training and also like in competition when you're watching. She kind of like her block for some reason to me always seems a little bit like crunch and therefore it ends up not being you know the best landing that she can do that's usually in warm-ups but then in competition she always turns it on and between two days of competition here at nationals and the one that she did at classics i've just been really really impressed with how powerful that vault is she actually does have when she when she can get her hands square on the table a really strong block Mm -hmm. um she gets good height good distance she's getting her chest up on the landing i mean the form is you know with jocelyn so the form is always a little bit of an issue but like compared to a lot of the other vaults that we're seeing around the world like she's she's in the mix she's up there doing some of the better vault work Mm -hmm. so really happy to see her come away with the title here she's officially a national champion we are so here for it we i've been waiting for this moment but we've been really big jocelyn fans well actually like the start we need to clarify she is a junior national champion on beam we're talking like her first senior national but she didn't even make the national team last year i know and now here she is a year later a national champion in a senior competition and seventh all around she did not win by default like she actually won it outright um with other people who are very much capable of winning i mean simone obviously didn't do vault day two or else she probably would have won but still <laughs> but like jade carey jade carey's a world medalist on that event like yeah. hello <laughs> i know so jocelyn posted a 14.65 on day one and then a 14.55 on day two which speaking of jade carey so jade didn't have her best vault. She completely missed the block day one and came in really, really low on the landing. But day two, where things get a little interesting, is they posted, Jocelyn and Jade posted the same score for their trons. Both got a 14.550, which does not help the us plot, at all. The plot thickens. <laughs> when we're, we're, this is the first time we've seen those two. Well, in the new Jocelyn Robertson era, this is the first time we've really seen those two, quote unquote, head to head. Yeah. And they did us no favors <laughs> by posting the same exact score. Because I really wanted to see, like, day one, it wasn't what Jade normally does. So you can't really, like, 
you can't use that against her necessarily. Like she never she, does that. Right. She does not typically do that. Day two though it was one of the best vaults I've seen her do. I think ever in her career. The, like the Chan and the Yurchenko double, like two really really good vaults. But it was the same score as Jocelyn. So I'm like, dang it! Like this is not helping to solve this mystery. <laughs> I'm really really excited for World Selection Camp because that'll be like the ultimate telltale. Because I think that it's really gonna come down to those two. I personally at this point in time I have Jocelyn ahead in the running for making the world's team, which I think completely contradicts something that I said a couple weeks ago, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I think I remember saying that I think I had Jordan as the front runner, which we'll talk world team predictions in another episode. I still think that, but I think when you're comparing Jocelyn I think they're different spots. I think so too. Okay. But do you think that Jocelyn and Jade are the same spot? I think they are. That's why. That's that's my argument. I don't have an answer, though, at this point, because I think it's going to depend on Jade's health. Like, Jade is more experienced, and that is something that they probably are going to take into consideration. Not saying- I don't think that's going to come down to experience in this spot. I genuinely don't. Jocelyn has not... Well, I mean, she I think has, health is always a factor. Like, of course, that's that's by default. Like, you have to be healthy to make the team. But I think it's going to depend on who's scoring higher. Like you said here, we didn't really get a clear answer right. of that. So I think selection camp is going to be really interesting. I, at this point in time, think Jocelyn is bringing more to the table on beam and floor. Not saying that they would necessarily use her in a team final on floor. I think right now with the team I have, I only have Sky, or sorry, not Sky, <laughs> Jocelyn up on vault in the team final. Me too. So therefore, you're really only kind of comparing vault scores um but jocelyn has been looking really good on the other events as well i think jade doing normal jade things they would use her on floor it's gonna depend we we don't have the answers right now i think we need to see where how things look at selection camp and then also how jade's health is because so we should probably say she finished 15th all around here but she apparently, I didn't see anything, but she apparently hurt herself during podium training and they said on the broadcast that her hand was numb. Yeah, they said that she lost feeling in one of her arms, which was affecting her when she block on ball, which makes sense with the mistake day one. I mean, pretty much anything using her hands. Yeah, so bars, floor tumbling, so really everything other than beam, which makes sense because I do think that, you know, day one, she under-rotated her last pass. She had the block issue on her chung day one. Bars fall one of the days. I don't even remember anymore. There was also... Day one, I think. Yeah, day one was rougher Mm -hmm. for her than day two. She definitely had a better day two. So yeah, I still think one thing that I think Jade and her coach which is her dad, are really good at is pacing her. Like, I think that she is on the right track. I think kind of similar to Jordan, she just needs a little bit more time. She's also coming off a really long college season where she was doing all around every single week and kind of just getting back into the swing of things. So, you know, I think she's trying to up the difficulty, which we did see some of her difficulty added in here and really just working on endurance to make sure that she's able to get through these routines and, um, you know, get the scores that she's capable of getting. So I still think there's a lot more to come for Jade. I'm very excited to see this battle between Jade and Jocelyn. It's going to be very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I said, my gut feeling right now is I'm, I'm leaning towards Jocelyn, but I would... I don't think I would simply pass away. I'd be happy with that. I don't think that's a guarantee, though. So let me be very clear in that. I think that's just my opinion after watching both classics and championships. I think Jocelyn's on a roll. I think that she's just getting better every time we see her. 
Um, her confidence is building. Her consistency, therefore, is growing. She's proving that, like, her performances earlier in this year weren't just, like, a coincidence or a fluke. You yes. know what I mean? Like, she's that girl. She's actually here. She's doing this well, and she's in the conversation. And sure. the areas that she would be used in a team final, she is absolutely showing up. So it's going to be interesting. Stay tuned. <laughs> Any other gymnast or highlights that we want to mention? I for sure have a couple. Uh, one of which being Nola Matthews on floor. I knew you were going to say that. Simply mesmerizing, you guys. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the routine by now. But if you haven't for some reason, go look it up because it is so good. She performs it so well. Even in podium training. Like, the intensity in her eyes and, like... It's no different than when she's performing in competition. No, literally like no different. Like, she's still going, like, all out yeah. in podium training. I love it so much. It's definitely, like, a unique routine. Like, the, some of the moves she's doing in the music, it's it's different than, like, what anyone else is doing. But I really want to know what the theme is. I do, too. I'm getting, like, puppet vibes. Me, too, yeah. Like, she's, like, a creepy puppet thin <laughs> doll maybe yeah so somebody please ask her that either well she'll probably have a new routine next year maybe we should get her on the show and we can ask her good idea yeah i, I, know, I just need to know i need to know what the theme is and i can't wait to see where she's gonna end up for college because she is a 2025 so she's able to start she's able to do like the recruiting process now and i'm imagining gonna go on some visits very very soon and this is the point where we start to see visits happening and commitments happening so i can't wait what are your what are your hopes for her um I am voting UCLA 100%. Like, I don't see her anywhere else. Not just because of how she performs on floor. Like, I promise you that's not where I'm getting... I mean, that plays into it. But that's not the only reason. I think she's a Cali girl. And I believe she said somewhere, if I'm not mistaken, it was either in an interview or, like, Instagram Q&A. Like, somewhere she said something about how she doesn't like the cold weather and so we're like there goes our michigan dreams <laughs> there goes our michigan dreams but i just i don't know i got the impression that she like, wanted to stay in kelly i remember something about florida really mm -hmm. i mean the florida is warm yeah i could totally see, i mean i could see her at both places it's i it's think ucla mark my words everyone right. jot down a note in your little notes <laughs> app on your phone at this point in the podcast write down the date of the episode I, i'm calling it she's going to ucla i don't think that's a unique take though like honestly i think that's a very predictable no, take that's i don't like, think i'm like literally anyone that doesn't know anything about <laughs> no matthews except they've seen her 14 one time would say she's gonna i know i'm UCLA. acting like i have like a hot take here and it's, it's the most like basic ass i'm take you gonna could ever have, have a hot take and i'm gonna say that she's gonna go to florida i don't see that we should place a bet honestly okay what do you want to bet on we don't have money so yeah. <laughs> i'll bet that 10 million years from now when we have money you owe me 20 dollars. all right bet it's on. i mean i could see her going to either school honestly i'm just really excited to see like i, I want her to commit now put us out of our misery <laughs> let us know where you're going <laughs> Also, people I want to mention, Clea Lincoln, she got mm -hmm. second on floor. So she's having like a floor season for herself. She got first at Winter Cup, second at Classics, second here at Championships behind Simone at Hi. Classics in here, which Hi, is girl. incredible. Um, she's actually on the highest scoring Worlds team right now, which is interesting, you know, considering mm -hmm. the results from Championships. Like yeah. technically her floor would be on that team. So she's making a strong case for herself. Unfortunately, I don't think that she is 
is strong enough on the other events. Granted, her vault is strong, but she doesn't have a second vault. So she'd be like the team final girl. Like she's not actually going to contend for a medal because she can't. But depending on who is on Team USA and currently right now what my team is, I don't think we would be using her on vault. So therefore you would just be bringing her for floor. And that would be great. Like she would absolutely be an asset to the team on floor. But I just don't think that someone's going to make a team because of one event and one event alone, if that makes sense. Like, I think that she would need to bring more to the table in regards to, you know, at least one or two other events, if not the all around, but not to take away from her accomplishment here because she, like I said, had a season for herself on floor. Some of the best results that she could have asked for. And I think that, you know, even if she doesn't make the world's team, she's contending for an alternate spot or a spot on the Pan Am's team. I I, I would be shocked if she wasn't on the Pan Am's team. So from star of undercover boss to the metal podium. And also the guy, the little boy from undercover, the undercover boss kids are killing it. They are. There's so his name is Gage. I think it's pronounced Kyle. Like it's K-I-L-E. Um, you can go look him up on YouTube. He does a triple back on floor. He actually won floor in the junior. There's two divisions of junior man. I think he was like the 16 age group. Okay. Um, he won floor, but so, it's funny. So the undercover boss kids are particularly killing it on floor. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Good, good point. I didn't even think about that. It's funny because we were watching Undercover Boss literally like a week ago a little over a week ago now and we're and like i wonder what happened to this kid. I, lo- I started looking up like gage from undercover boss like trying to find this kid's last name trying to see like did he retire how old is he what is he doing you know i'm just trying to find like any information and i couldn't find anything besides the undercover boss segment when you type in gage from undercover boss i couldn't find his name and then he shows up here at championships and wins floor <laughs> in the junior division Actually, I think, did he win Vault 2? I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I, I'll be completely honest. I, I blacked I out during Junior Man. So. <laughs> You're like, this is my time to rest. <laughs> um, I didn't watch Junior Man. I just saw the video circulating, and then I looked up his floor routine. So I'd, I'll be fully transparent in the fact that I don't really pay attention to Junior Man. <laughs> so I don't know the results. But, but you know your undercover boss boy when you see him. I was so excited because I literally, like, you can testify. I was yeah. searching high and low for him. Yeah. And then a week later, he appears, and he's amazing. <laughs> I'm like, wow. (laughs) We should get them both on the show. Honestly, we want to get Chloe Lincoln on mostly because, well, how well she's doing. But I also have a lot of questions about Undercover Boss. (laughs) I I have so many questions. So we may try and get her on sometime in the the future. But yeah, doing like an Undercover Boss episode. Like we could do Gage and we could do Kalia in the same episode. And we can just like talk all about it. I would, I would love if you that. guys should be interested in that let us know i mean we're probably gonna do it regardless <laughs> at least with kalia but yes. she's on our list for sure probably should mention the senior national team we have of course simone biles shailise jones leanne Wan, sky blakely jordan childs jocelyn robertson amelia desador caitlin john tiana sumna and kayla DiCello. So that wraps up our little, I say little, even though it's like been over an hour, <laughs> championship recap. What I want to know from you guys is your world team predictions. I know we kind of like gave little hints about what our team is here. We'll do a whole other episode as we get closer to worlds where we like really break it down. But I want to know after championships what your predictions are. So if you're listening on Spotify, they'll be in the like, um, just kind of like scroll down. It's like underneath the show notes. 
a spot where we can you just hit the mic again sorry <laughs> there's a spot where we can ask you guys a question and you can actually respond so if you're listening on spotify look for that and participate i said this i think last week but for some reason i don't know if there's a way to change this but it makes us like approve the responses and i don't know if it's because if someone were to like say something inappropriate that way it's not like automatically posting. We didn't set it up that way. Just the way Honestly, it Honestly, I'm looking at it right now on Spotify. Sorry to interrupt you. You don't even have to scroll down. You click on the episode and it's like right there. Okay. If you have the show notes expanded, you might have to scroll. Yeah. But otherwise, you'll see the Q&A box right there. Sorry. Okay. Per- no, perfect. Um, so please do that. We'll approve your responses as soon as we get notification that we have some responses. So you guys can see what other people are saying as well. Um, and if... You don't have the option, because I, I believe like Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and all the other platforms, like you can't participate in it because it's like a Spotify thing. Um, feel free to send us a DM on either X, which <laughs> used to be Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We're at All Things Gym Pod on all of those platforms. We would love to hear from you guys. That does it for this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And of course, we always have to end by saying thank you to our Gold Level Patreon supporters. So a big thank you to ML, KDC, MSU, Kimberly G, Randy B, Emily B, Kathleen R, Lucy S, Becca S, Blake B, Cookie Master, Faith, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, Erica S, M, Derek H, Abby M, Martin, Paul M, Krista, Jasmine C, and Lee B. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. If you enjoy this podcast and you also want to contribute and see some of the perks of our different tier levels, we always have a link down below in the show notes to our Patreon page where you can see all of that information. So we love you guys so much and thank you. Next week, we're going to take a little break because we kind of need it. If how late this episode was, <laughs> was <laughs> it's abundantly apparent, <laughs> but just a little break. And then we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We have a lot of stuff in the works. Like we have an exciting interview that we're planning right now. We have to talk about the conference shuffle and all the schools leaving the Pac-12 and going elsewhere. Yeah, we actually want to do a whole episode on that. So it was actually a commissioned episode. So we're definitely going to do that. And then also just talking about worlds. Yeah. And our predictions for Worlds. We got to do that because Worlds is coming up right around the corner. So definitely lots going on that we have to talk about. Um, but we're just going to take like a quick little one week break. Well, because we're recording this and uploading it on Friday night. And like if we were going to upload on Monday again, we would have to do another episode like tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, no episode next week. We apologize for that. But lots to look forward to in the future. And we will see you guys. Ne- well, we won't see you, but we'll talk to you guys then. <laughs> have All a great right. weekend. Bye. Bye.